Welcome to Covenant's Pulpit Ministry. Covenant Evangelical Free Church believes that the Bible is the Word of God and that God's Word is vital for life-transforming Christianity. We trust that you will grow to know the Word of God and more importantly, the God of the Word as you hear this message today. May God bless you as you open your heart to His Word. I'm going to preach a mini sermon this morning, as I said to you. You know, new life is a work of God began some 23 years ago. Our vision then and now has not changed, which is to love the community as Christ does. Love the community as Christ does. You know, there were times in our leadership board that we have to contemplate whether we want to leave out the last three words. Last three words. Why? Because we received feedback from corporate donors that it would be more acceptable and more neutral to the company. And so the board would always have to pray and deliberate this. And we have come back to this fundamental conviction, no, we will intentionally keep that in our mission statement so that our beneficiaries would know without a shadow of doubt that why we do what we do, there is only one motivation and that is for Christ and Christ alone. And praise be to God, over the last 23 years of New Life's existence, we have never suffered any lack because God's people like you gave generously to New Life. In fact, last year's collection, $4.8 million, is the highest collection in the whole of New Life's history. Isn't that amazing? In the midst of such economic situation, yeah, please clap. In the midst of such economic climate, we collected that amount to support this work to the community. And of that amount, 53% comes from donors from within, that is you. And so we are very, very grateful for your gift to God. Therefore, thank you for your love for Jesus. Thank you for love for this community and the marginalized. Now today, I want to share with you the very words of Jesus on our sacred devotion to love others and to love God. So please turn, I have the verse for you. If you don't turn to your Bible, you can too. Uh, turn to Luke 11, verse 42. All right, just one verse for this mini sermon. Luke 11, 42, reading from the ESV Bible. The scripture says, But woe to you, Pharisees, for you tithe, mint, and rue, and every herb, and neglect justice and the love of God. This you ought to have done without neglecting the others. Would you pause and pray with me? Dear Heavenly Father, you have shown us your heart for the downtrodden and marginalized through your laws and statutes in the Old Testament. You even sent your only son, Jesus, to live among us 2,000 years ago and showed us, Lord, how you loved the outcast, healed the sick, fed the hungry, touched the unclean, and welcomed the little children. So we ask of you today to help us, sustain us to do likewise so that others might see the good works and glorify our Father who is in heaven. For this we give thanks and pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Luke 11:42. Jesus highlighted a religious duty of tithing that the Pharisees kept very strictly. Based on the Old Testament law in Deuteronomy 14, verse 22 to 29, 
The Jewish folks tie 10% of their agricultural produce as required by the law of Moses. But here in this particular verse, Jesus highlighted that they went over and beyond the law because they were also tithing their household spices like mint leaves and rue is a type of garden herb and every other kind of herb that is known to Israel and that is in the household. Now why did they like go over the top? Well, because the Mishnah, which is a written guide for Jewish religious practice, states this. It says that rue, goose food, parsley, hill, uh, coriander, celery, and meadow erica are exempt from tithes. Exempt. But here, we were told the Pharisees tithe them anyway. So you could conclude, wow, legendary tithers and great givers, isn't it? And most churches wouldn't mind having them around. Their commitment was outstanding. But you see, Jesus told us this was not their problem. Their problem was twofold. They should have tied faithfully without failing to love people and love God. For this is what verse 42 says, For you tie the mint and rue and every herb, and notice the underline, and neglect justice and the love of God. This you ought to have done, Jesus says, without neglecting the others. The Pharisees neglected two major aspects in their relationship with God. The first, they neglected justice. And if you ask, what do you mean? Well, I put this now to the bottom line, what this means. Neglecting justice means a failure to love your neighbor as yourself. Neglecting justice means to love your neighbor as yourself. Yes, the Pharisees were great givers, but the irony of it all is that they were scrutinous towards the needy, the stranger, the fatherless, and the widow. They were indifferent to the plight and the rights of the poor. They perpetuated the sin of their forefathers who loved richer performances, and they neglected justice. You see, surely their love for others had to go beyond their 10% faithful tidings and over-the-top giving. Now perhaps our modern equivalent goes something like this. Sometimes we say to God or we say to ourselves, hey, I've given my tithes to the church, sorry, I can't help you. Or we might say, I have already given my tithes. What more do you want? Please don't ask me to do anything anymore. I have no energy and I have no time. Well, to this Jesus says, yes, it's great that you have given your tithes, but please don't neglect to love your neighbor as yourself. So the Bible here tells us that the Pharisees were not just neglecting justice, which I interpret as is a failure to love your neighbor. They had a second major spiritual neglect. They also neglected to love God. And this would be even a greater failure, don't you agree? They failed to love God for who He is and to love Him with all their heart, soul, mind and strength. They seem to be just happy checking off all the religious duties of the law rather than building 
an intimate relationship with God and knowing what makes him truly happy. For if they truly love God, then they would not have neglected justice. They would have translated the love of God into kind actions and generosity towards others. For ultimately, loving God also requires us to love our neighbours too. Surely, their love of God had to go beyond the 10% and over the top tithing. Now think about this for application. We come to church on Sunday and we sing, I love you, Lord. But how do we love God every day? Do we know what makes Him happy? Do we go all of our way to hang out with Him and delight in His presence? Are we just happy to do our morning devotions or go for our silent retreats without ever lifting a finger to help others? Do we speak reverently to God at one moment and the very next speak angrily or scream at those around us? And know to this, the Lord Jesus Christ will say to us, yes, it's great. It's great that you come to church, that you build this relationship with me, that you serve me. But don't ever, ever forget. Don't ever, ever forget it's all about this intimate relationship with me that matters. Otherwise, we will become the elder brother in the story of the prodigal son, duty-bound, but not love-struck with his father. Brothers and sisters, the Pharisees had a twofold spiritual neglect. They neglected justice, which is a failure to love others, and they failed to love their God. And therefore, in conclusion, you could say neither loving God nor doing justice can be limited to this 10%, but it requires 100% of our heart, soul, mind, and strength. Let me conclude the sermon for this morning. The Pharisees majored on the minors. They focused on the external riches and details, and they ignored that which is essential and eternal. It was not their tithing that was wrong, Jesus tells us, but it was their failure to love. For if one truly loves, tithing will follow. For while it is possible to give without loving, it is impossible to truly love without giving. So brothers and sisters in Christ, be careful not to measure on the minor. Let's act in love together for others and for God. For love requires a generosity that goes beyond mere duty. Love requires a generosity that goes beyond mere duty. May God raise Covenant EFC to fulfill our sacred devotion to love God and to love others and love the community as Christ does. Amen. Amen. Now, today we are very blessed uh, to have three sisters from the same CG, and they will share their journey with us on acting in love together. So please help me welcome Nancy, Linda, and Lily. Okay, 
Thank you so much once again for sharing your life and your journey uh, with us. So I, I want to ask you the first uh, question, which is, uh, what inspired you to volunteer with uh, New Life? It first started with uh, Silver Fest, a community outreach blessing program organized by Covenant in 2019. Our CG was involved in the decoupage, uh, art and balloon craft um, section. Uh, 600 over elderly and caregivers and their caregivers attended and it was a great success. By joining this uh, new life activity, seniors um, learn new things, uh, meet new friends at the center. So um, they, it, it is good that they enjoy um, uh, healthier and active lifestyles instead of staying at home. So that motivates me to serve with new life. Uh, it, is, it is a privilege to use a gift that God has given to me to bless others. And so let, let's continue to share what inspired you to serve in New Life. As for me, my heart is always for community outreach. Okay. So uh, for many years, I've been actively involved in community engagements uh, in uh, various organizations. For instance, grassroots organization, uh, Team Nila, also the Silver Generation Ambassador. Mm. So uh, this uh, Actually, my first encounter in New Life is uh, as a motivation facilitator at Chenhua Primary School. That was many years ago. Mm. So um, this passion for community outreach uh, actually inspired me to serve together in my CG uh, along on like, you know, this Comblast, Children Fest, Server Fest, and now uh, New Life Server Care. As for me, last year, our CGL actually reached out to our CG, which is an all-woman uh, CG, to volunteer in New Life. And various of us actually uh, volunteered in the areas of their expertise. And for me and Linda, we actually volunteered in the art of uh, decoupage. The objective of decoupage is, is actually to upcycle things that are old. So for me, it's actually very meaningful because um, I find that it is so meaningful for the seniors because they are old. I mean, I don't say old, they are of age. And uh, sometimes they find that they are actually very useless. So in doing this decoupage art and craft, they can find meaning in life and they can be very proud of what they, they do. So that's uh, actually make me, motivate me to, to join this, uh, work together with New Life in uh, serving in the uh, senior care program. Uh, Nancy, I noticed that your CG um, consists of just like ladies serving. What, what happened to the men here? Yeah. Um, good question. The men never come, so our CG is all women, and uh, we actually enjoy together, enjoy very well together because we do have women's uh, problems. So the men cannot share. <laughs> this is an all women CG. It doesn't mean the men are not needed, all right? There are senior males around, <laughs> and you're going to get there, yeah? <laughs> yeah, there, there is a, a senior that came, last year, there's a senior, senior man that came for, to do the, the, the craft. I believe he enjoyed because he did something, but we didn't see him after that. Yeah. yeah. He never showed up the second time. <laughs> 
Okay, once you guys showed up, they were turned up, yeah. Okay, so what were some considerations you had when you decided to volunteer, whether as an individual or as a CG? Well, there, there are so many um, programs out there for seniors. So what, what uh, can we bring to the seniors at New Life that is different from other programs? Um, also, um, how do we align with New Life's uh, objectives by loving the community for Christ? Um, it is uh, uh, in in the process. How how do we how do we incorporate that? That's right. Yeah. That's right. Well, as for me, it's more about manpower because when we register, it's only two of us, and I was worried that we do not have enough people and uh, how can how can we have that oh, with only two of us are we do we have enough time to to handle the class and do we have enough to give the attention to every senior because every senior counts you see mm, that's right okay as for me uh, is in what way can i serve and uh, will i be able to commit myself for the state duration yeah so this is a very real concern uh, I know most of you are working uh, in your own professional life and to give your time to align to the vision of the church to serve, that's really admirable. So how did you work through all these uh, concerns that you have? It's still work in progress. Um, we, we reflect God's love for the community so that they see Christ in us and we just pray do our best and let God do the rest. Yeah, thank God that though it started with only two of us, other CG ladies, they come and help along whenever they can. And in the end, God actually sent Lily. So Lily came and supported us every Wednesday. So you see, it's like, though we are afraid that we do not have enough people, the manpower shortage and even the lack, but actually our God is a great God. He provides every aspect for us. Yeah, so just get rolling first and then God will send the manpower. Yeah, that's... Send Lydia as an anchor operator, yeah. <laughs> yeah, indeed, actually, uh, thank God for his provision. Uh, because um, God can use me uh, regardless of how uh, insignificant my role is. And I'm thankful to be able to, you know, experience this uh, community journey with my CG sisters. Indeed, everyone counts. What matters is a loving and a, you know, willing heart to serve and God will sustain us. Amen. Amen. I think I come to the most, I feel most impactful uh, closing part in our sharing, which is what, uh, can you share a story about how serving or loving this community has made an impact both for yourself as well as for the community? Share with us, yeah. Yeah, throughout the three months uh, this year, we actually get to know the seniors better. And we actually see the thrill in their eyes as they create the items that they, 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 they did, like you, you, you saw the video. And it's like, of their old age, they can do something so beautiful and they can be proud of. And there's this one lady, oh, this particular one, she actually learned whatever skills that we have taught her and she actually shared it with other seniors in the place that she volunteered. So it's like our discipling model. We share with them, they learn, 
and they pass it on and share with other seniors. So it's great, right? Yeah, yeah. Disciple making not just in the church but in the community. Yeah. That's that's so wonderful. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the seniors are very eager to learn. You know, they they and they give us very positive feedback. So um, this encouraged me to uh, and and inspire me to carry on serving. Um, they they are very fun and friendly people, so don't think seniors are boring. For me, it's a, a learning process, uh, how to do better, to connect with um, the community, the seniors, growing and serving together. Yeah, and I was told your, your Mandarin improved a lot, isn't it? <laughs> yes. Um, my friends commented that my Mandarin has improved because the seniors are mainly Mandarin speaking, so I have to speak broken Mandarin to them. So come for free tuition by serving as a, <laughs> as a, as a volunteer to serve the senior, right? Uh, there's a lot happening at New Life, so we pray that there will be more volunteers to um, serve. There, there, are, there are many other areas which you can serve besides craft. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Uh, personally, I'm amazed at uh, how God uh, use, you know, use a decoupage craft to connect the seniors together. So I can see the joy, the joy when I capture their precious moments. That means I take photograph or maybe video, and uh, during the workshop, so I can see the delight, you know, in my CG sisters when they are teaching the craft, and also the uh, senior faces the joy when they finish their you know, beautiful masterpiece. So, um, so I would strongly encourage all, I mean, CGs, more CGs to you know, partner with New Life to share God's love and blessings. So uh, actually serving God in the community together has uh, really you know, enriched and fulfilling. It's very enriching and fulfilling. So indeed, it's more blessed to give than to receive. That's just an app ending. It's more blessed to give than to receive. Help me to thank these three sisters for sharing what it means to serve together as a CG and to act in love together. Thank you very much, ladies. Yeah. For those who have been long enough in Covenant, you will know that over the years, New Life had, uh, had, uh, had focused on mentoring the next generation among the children and the youths, and that is primarily through our childcare services our student care uh, services, as well as our Steady Readers Literacy Program and our Youth Hub uh, Mentoring Activities. Not forgetting the financial assistance scheme that we render to this community. And in um, year 2022, we gave up about $192,000 for the needy. But of course, as you know, in light of the emerging needs of our nation, we can't ignore the needs of the senior. So back in uh, 2018, and the board commissioned us to, to set up a task force to look into the landscape of silver care in our community and particularly uh, Bukit Panjang. And so we started engaging in some uh, low-hanging fruits, like we did the health screening, healthy exercises and activities. And so in 2019, as you hear these three sisters uh, uh, share, there was a first silver fest Event. Remember, there's a, there's a children's fest, so it's very natural for us to do a silver fest. And we were pleasantly surprised. Uh, over 600 over seniors and their caregivers came right into this premises here. 
And if you were there, it was such a bust. Uh, we had archery and uh, they saw the senior raising up their bow like that. No, no. They were just raising their bows very steadily. Just don't be in front of them. <laughs> and they shot on target. And we all cheered for them. You can see them smiling. Uh, that's Elder Lawrence doing a trout shoot, I think. Uh, then we also had various games, dance, calligraphy, and even a tech corner to help the senior better use their handphone. And at that time, our MP then, Mr. Liang, was overjoyed at the success of this inaugural event. So the team was very excited. We were getting ready for Silver Fest 2020. But you know what happened, right? The pandemic hit. <laughs> and so we stopped. But New Life kept on it. We recruited two staff uh, to lay the groundwork and the foundation for Silver Care work. And therefore, in 2021, we turned the youth hub in Fajar, right, Fajar area, we've turned that youth hub into an intergen hub. And so what happens right now, on every week, Monday to Thursday morning, 9 a.m. to 12 p.m., New Life runs various senior activities. Now, today we're an average of 170-plus seniors participating in the Silver program. At any one time, an average of 90 to 100 seniors participate at least in one of these activities on a monthly basis. And so we praise God for all the work that's been done since 2021. And so if you are available Monday to Thursday in the morning, please approach us and we'll be able to link up pretty quickly. Now here comes the long-awaited Silverfest 2023. After much discussion with our MP, Mr. Edward Cha, we will run this on the 4th of November. Okay, we will need some three to 400 volunteers for this event. Come as a CG, all right? And already there's a lay team uh, led by Pastor Kingman, all right? They have already begun planning. And very soon, uh, July, maybe August, we'll come to you and tell you exactly how you can register in this uh, Silver Fest event right here on the church ground. Now, this is still not the most exciting thing I want to share with you. I want to give you a very exciting update that will require and need your prayers. And what's that? Now, recently, St. Luke Elder Care, St. Luke Elder Care tended for a nursing home project that is right next to us in the hard court. So sorry, you're not going to be able to walk through anymore, yeah? <laughs> Maybe we can, I don't know. I heard there's going to be a without war. There's no war. So you still can walk through, I think. And so this project would serve the residents in the 32 blocks around us with 1,876 seniors. Can you see where the church is located? Right in the center. It's like plan with us in mind. Yeah. Plan with us in mind truly. And we have been invited by St. Luke Elder Care to anchor what they call the Active Aging Center. Now, too much details over there, but essentially it's a lot of befriending, it's a lot of uh, inviting them to the various activities that you have seen. But more importantly, something I'm very excited about, it is knocking on the doors of those seniors in those specific unit. 1,876 of them, you know exactly where they are. Just imagine the potential. It's not just 1,876 seniors. Consider their caregivers. 
Consider the multi-generation that lives within. And we have children services, youth services, and now senior services. It can meet the needs of the entire family in all the generations. And so this tender result will come out on the third quarter of this year. Okay? Um, and the nursing home is set to start in the year 2026. All right, and so please, I ask you to be praying, all right, from now on, you know, devotional, as you're walking, exercising, and whatever, just pray, Lord, give the nursing home to St. Liu Elder Care, and then we can be partners with them uh, in New Life Community Services. Now, the reason why I'm very, very excited about this is this. Do you remember those of you who were here 23 years ago? We came into this community knocking on doors. We gave oranges, we gave mooncake, we gave any kinds of things. We sweep their corridor. We did various things in the community to tell them we are coming, we are coming, and then we came. And we went big time. There are so many things that we did in this community, both through New Life as well as the church. But sometimes there were some sensitivities in our work here, so we got to tone down slightly and we stopped knocking on doors. But this has come one full circle right now. 23 years later right now, we will right now have this legitimacy once again to knock on doors, enter the homes, and be able to connect them to the services of new life and as well, of course, the church in due course. And so this is very, very exciting. I feel God has led this opportunity to us so that we can go back once again to develop a heart and love for this community. We are here for a very special reason and we must not neglect the call that God has given to us. So where do we go from here for this morning's New Life Community Services Day? Well, it is to indicate your interest and your availability to serve. And so what you're going to see next is a QR code. Just take a picture first. Alright? I know some of you need to go back and discuss with your CG. That's great. Take a picture, save it in your album, and then you can look at it later. So I encourage you, those of you who want to, just take a picture first. Okay, essentially this will be an indication and registration for you to attend a vision night sharing on the 24th of May. 24th of May at ACK Center. Details are inside this QR code. And so you can discuss with the CGs and all that and then show up all right, at this uh, vision night. Ask all the questions you want, uh, what the commitments lie, what does it take, etc., etc. And then the new lifestyle will be very happy to show you and connect you to all that is needed and therefore for more information on new life please follow them on their social media platform so brothers and sisters i come to an end right now in this moment god has sent us here for a very special moment we first knock on doors and then we stop but today we're going to go on knocking on doors again and i believe this will lead us into the heart of the community to truly serve and to love them as Christ loved them. And so I'm going to ask you to stand with me right now. I'll give you 30 seconds. Would you just pray? Yes, just stand with me right now. Would you just take 30 seconds, just pray over this tender that St. Luke Elder Care has tendered already, and we are waiting for the results in the third quarter, that God will give us this opportunity. They will, the tender will be given to St. Luke Elder Care, and we will have the opportunity to partner with them. Let's pray for God's favor, God's grace. They have already uh, many, many senior activity centers. They have at least two nursing homes right now, and this is likely to be the third. And truly, God has given us a very, very wonderful and credible partner. 
Our Father, we heard your word this morning not to neglect justice and the love of God. We hear our three sisters sharing, Lord, their journey of faith or what it means to serve the seniors, befriend them and see them come alive with great joy, great peace. And here we are today, dear Father, as a congregation, we come before you, Lord, and ask of you to give us a heart to love God and to love others. Give us a heart of a servant so that we may truly be your instrument, dear Father, for great impact in our community. Thank you, Jesus. Let's use this song then. Ask God to give us a heart of a servant. some time listening to God's Word and we hope that the message has ministered to you. You can visit us at www.cefc.org.sg for more sermon titles. God bless you in your spiritual pilgrimage ahead.